Alright guys, welcome to another episode of Crypto Sense Podcast. This is CO2 back with the mic, your host. And we're back with another show. Back to back to back, like Drake, back to back. We are back. So, um, let's first talk about these sponsors. Let's first start with you guys. Man, I just get, I mean, as of late, I just begin so much love, so much um, inspiration from my fans. Uh, just wanted to once again, just thank you guys for being there for me, um, supporting the show. You know, as you can imagine, with cryptocurrency when it's hot, you know, you getting mad, you know, mad love, you getting mad uh, downloads and what have you. But then when it gets a little quiet, you know, things get quiet too. But I still consistently see that group of people that have been listening to us. That's been, you know, still downloading and so forth, and it's real inspiring. So, first, I gotta give it up to you guys, and you are really the the, the biggest sponsors on the show because without you, we wouldn't be able to get the other, you know, sponsors to even be a part of the show. So, first, I want to thank you guys and tell you that you now also have the the ability to sponsor the show financially. Some of you have actually pushed the button to uh, do that, so I really thank you guys for the ones who have, the ones that are on the fence, you know, I'm not here to sell you, I'm not here to tell you, you know, to support the show financially, but I just want to let you know that if you do decide to, it really, really means a lot to us um, here at the show, and it helps, every little bit helps, you know, especially as I'm starting to really, really think about doing doing this more on a full-time basis, I'm kind of already doing it full-time, um, you know, in the sense of everyday prepping, everyday preparing, everyday, you know, thinking about the show, but full-time, full-time, like, you know, being able to actually, you know, make a living doing this, so it takes a little bit, you know, it takes a lot of dedication, um, you know, of course, the numbers got to continue to go up for that to happen, but every little bit helps, so you now can support the show by clicking the Anchor app, um, clicking the support button on the Anchor app if you listen to me via Anchor. You also can uh, support the show if you click the last link in the show notes. It'll take you to a page where you can start um, supporting the show and you can start with as little as 99 cents. So um, ironic that it's 99 cents and we're talking about crypto cents here. So so that's cool. Anyhow, we also have um, Encrypted Apparel which is a cryptocurrency clothing line. Go over to their website, wearencrypted.com. Um, go load that card up and then use the coupon code CryptoSense. That's C-E-N-T-Z at the end, not an S, all one word. You get a nice discount on your next purchase. We also have CoinSeed. CoinSeed by far is, is the truth. I mean, it's, it's, it's the Acorn app of the cryptocurrency world. It literally allows you to take your pocket change and be able to put into a customizable cryptocurrency portfolio. It is by far the easiest way for you to invest in cryptocurrency. I use it every day. Um, it, it takes out all the guesswork. It, you just set up your portfolio, set it and forget it. You know, there used to be a um, infomercial on way back in the day, I would say maybe early 90s. And it's come on late night and it was this guy that had this machine. You basically put this, this chicken in there and he used to say, set it and forget it. Because you literally just turn it on and it just cooks for you. And you don't have to worry about 
you know, making sure you uh, uh, making sure that you don't overcook it or overcook the chicken. So set it and forget it. That's really what corn seed is all about. Set it and forget it because you're gonna spend every day. You're gonna do what you're already gonna do, but you're not gonna miss those 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 coins. You're not gonna miss that pocket change. And sooner or later, you'll look up and you got an empire. You know, things happen like that. So make sure you go to the show notes, grab that link, and you'll be on your way. So look, this is um this, this show's a little bit unorthodox um, in the sense that, well, I'm in the car. You know, I'm in the mobile studio doing the show once again via the mobile studio. Um, I'm headed to the airport at, at the moment. And so I said, well, let me let me go ahead and do a show and talk about some stuff so um this show we're gonna be talking about libra and if you haven't heard already if you've been under a rock somewhere libra is um a cryptocurrency a stable coin that is going to be offered by facebook and um i did a show of about this and i think this is going to be tremendous when it comes to people starting to adopt cryptocurrency a part of their lives, a part of their financial flow. Um, but what's interesting is that, um, you know, not everybody is really cool with the idea that uh, Facebook is, is is planning to come out with this cryptocurrency. In fact, you know, I'm not just talking about just critics like, you know, individuals. I'm talking about countries. Countries are trying to say, nah, not here. We not rocking with you, Facebook. So, I was able to read an article recently about Germany and France saying, "No, you know, we're not going to allow uh, this to be developed, or you know, Libra to really launch and do its thing, um, not in, not on our soil." I said, "Really, this is this is interesting that countries." Are that shook on uh, Facebook and on Libra. So anyhow, we'll break down exactly what what their their quorum is about in segment two. So so hold tight, and we'll be right back. All right, so we're back. So. Um, not everybody, like I said in segment one, is happy about this idea of Facebook coming up with its own cryptocurrency called Libra. And it's, and it's far beyond critics, the normal critics. Far beyond that. We're talking about countries that are player-hating, as you say, player-hating on uh, Facebook. In this network of people that it's already have, it's funny how um, when Facebook came out and it started to gain all this traction and gain all these millions of people in its network, it was all good. You know, countries didn't have any issues with it. People didn't have any issues with it because you know they thought it was all fun and games. But as soon as Facebook started talking about, started talking about the money, started talking about trying to empower people in that network to be able to, you know, tie tie into their own money, 
get more responsible with their own money. And even if you look at it, and I talk about this in the show, is that Facebook stablecoin Libra is really just designed to help people move money from point A to point B. But also, it, it, it really focuses on targeting the unbanked. So you're talking about people who already don't have bank accounts to begin with, right? That are <clears throat> that are now, but 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 have a Facebook account, right? And that ability to have a Facebook account now is, or it will be in the future, to the same degree as if you had a bank account. You know, so it's just funny how. Once Facebook started talking about money, once Facebook started talking about empowerment to individuals, how countries now all of a sudden are getting shook and starting to, you know, play a hate and block the inevitable. And I say the inevitable because at some point in time, cryptocurrency, if it's not already, is bigger than countries, it's bigger than jurisdictions, it's bigger than so many barriers that are out there to try to stop it. It's like, let me see if I can find another way to describe it. It's almost like, you know, could you say today that, alright, you know what it's like? It's, it's, it's like trying to stop the internet. How do you stop the internet at this point in time when it's become so much a part of how we live, how we do business, how we actually just go about, you know, our lives, it's, it's almost impossible to even fathom that you can stop the internet. Well, that's almost kind of where cryptocurrency blockchain blockchain technology is taking us because in reality, blockchain technology is like the internet, it's like the internet 2.0 to begin with. But anyhow, back on task. So I was checking out this article and um, the, uh, the French finance minister Bruno La Marine he said that the country, that the country cannot permit and I quote the country cannot permit the launch of the Facebook proposed cryptocurrency in Europe because the monetary sovereignty of the states is at stake this is what he says now the sovereignty is at stake right so he goes on to say that um, that by by uh, by allowing this currency to come in, it what it does is it it you know opens the door to you know finance and terrorism. These are all the talking points of the people who are against you know cryptocurrencies. Is that it opens the door somehow to um, to financing terrorism and you know making the the, the total economic system um, um, very uh, susceptible to you know these recessions and declines and so forth and so therefore the central bank you know which is a, a centralized form of monitoring money right uh, is the best way so to speak to handle these issues and so. <clears throat> That was basically his reasoning and justification. And also, Germany chimed in and said something very similar as well. Now, funny enough, you know, Facebook does have some friends in the Eurozone. You got Switzerland, all right? Switzerland, 
And if I'm not mistaken, Switzerland still has its own currency. I, I, I don't believe that they're part of the Eurozone. Um, they're, well, I should say they're part of the Eurozone, but I don't think that they actually adopted Euros as a part of their currency. I think they still have their own independent currency. But funny enough, they welcome. Now, just think about that. You're talking about a small country that has its own um how should I say it? It's own uh, currencies, right? You would think out of any country, they would be maybe a little bit more um, protective, right? Of their small economy and their currency structure. They said, nah, come on in, Facebook. We're going to support you 100% because we know that at the end of the day, we can't stop this thing. So we might as well get on board, figure out what we're doing with you, and try to build something with you guys. So Switzerland is on board, and I'm sure a couple of other countries in Europe is probably on board as well, right? But you know, France and Germany are the are really the powerhouses, if you will, of um, of uh, of the eurozone. So what they say is kind of like what goes, I guess, right? So um, so it's interesting just looking at it and just processing it all. And hearing it, or I should say reading it, but I tell you one thing, um, Europe is, Europe is in trouble if they think that stopping Facebook, or if they think by stopping Facebook is the way to go, because once this Facebook stable coin really gets going and it becomes global, they're going to soon realize that it's not it's not going to make much sense to fight against that and that there's going to be more competition, there's going to be more coins, which are already out, mind you in the Eurozone that are going to continue to emerge out of this, so it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out um, the other thing is too, is Europe is, is also looking at potentially setting up its own public cryptocurrency in the form of some type of stable coin and 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 I think that's a good idea as well um and I think that uh uh I think it's a good idea and I think that's necessary but in a way when you look when you look at countries and them having their own cryptocurrency their own stable coin it's cool, but it's really just a digital form of their own um, fiat currency. So I'm not necessarily, I don't necessarily think that that's the answer. I think it's cool from a, from a privacy perspective, from a, from a perspective of trying to um, make the, the fiat system run smoother. And um, for consumers who would normally spend, you know, the their jurisdictional money for them to have more flexibility as to how they move their monies around digitally, you know, in a private fashion and in and, and a more safe fashion. Yeah, it makes sense. But everybody knows that this game of printing paper or printing more money um, and the deflation or I should say the inflation that takes place with your dollars is just uh, in a lot of ways just, um, I should say I don't want to say a con game. Maybe a little too harsh, but it's, it's not really um, 
helping the consumer ultimately. The consumer feels like they're they're gaining more money, are are they making more money, but they're really not. They're just getting less and less buying power when they spend fiat currencies. So, um, but I do feel like you know it's just just the next step and the next gradual move for people to get more adopted to what they really need to be on, which is which are looking at currencies that may not necessarily be pegged to fiat, but pegged to something else of value. So that's it, guys. Um, interesting article. I'm going to make sure to post it in the show notes so you can also check it out. Continue continue to follow us for the rest of the week. We got some more stuff, some jam-packed stuff, but that's it for now, all right? So until next time, holla back.